0: Okay, we've got just a couple minutes to go here. There's popcorn, there's some goodies on the back table. Hot coffee, tea. as you come in, there's a prayer guide, intercessory prayer guide for Jewish people around the world, and uh, if you want to pick one of those up, we've got some copies there, and I'm going to kick off tonight by showing a video I showed this morning, that has absolutely nothing to do with tonight's study, <laughs> but that's all right, tonight's study has, has some depression to it, you know, there's you've got to study it all, you know. There's some positives, there's some negatives, and we'll be looking at that that way. But, uh, so, praying for the Jewish people, there's a prayer guide, intercessory prayer guide out there, and before we even kick off, we're going to show this video, it's, uh, we were talking about Masada a little bit this morning, and how that. When the Romans defeated the rebels on the top of Masada, the fortress of Herod, after Herod died, rebels took it over. The Romans were trying for a long time to kill them off, and ultimately did, uh, did win the victory over Israel. But uh, it looked like everything was dead and gone, just like a valley of dry bones in Ezekiel 37. And uh, But today, Israel is vibrant. It's alive, and I just wanted to show this little video, and those who have been there uh, got some drills this morning (laughs) as well. I know I did. I watched it about ten times. (laughs) It's a, a drone footage of
1: 1,300 feet above Ruins, and there's a place of rebels that had gone up there in the
0: scriptory. Took the only alley, which was full of dry bones, and I said, Son of man, can these bones live again? And the Lord says, I will join them together and they'll be alive. Yes,
1: so these are different scrolls than the scrolls.
0: Not in Qumran. This was the, the these were scrolls that were the only scroll that was found on top of Masada that the rebels had. The uh, the village at Qumran, which is just down the road from this, the Romans destroyed them. But the the Essenes at Qumran hid hundreds and hundreds of scrolls in the caves, and uh, so we have. A complete, intact Bible because of that, but uh, the resilience that God made a promise that He would not leave Israel as dry, scattered bones all over the world. He'd restore them and bring them back. So, I encourage you to pick up one of these prayer guides, uh, "How to Pray for the Jewish People." We're going to pick up tonight. In our study of 2 Samuel, and I I warn you in advance, it's more depressing than the video was. you that you always 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 keep your promises against all the forces on this planet trying to destroy the Jewish people you said there will be a remnant. if you can keep a promise like that you can keep the promises you made to us we pray father that as we look at your word tonight that we'll see principles and precepts to live by We'll see the dark side of people when they drift away from you. We ask your touch upon our study tonight. Anoint your word afresh. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 2 Samuel chapter 2 and beginning with verse number 12. Now Abner, the son of Ner, and the servants of Ishbosheth, aren't you glad you're not having to read that? <laughs> the son of Saul went out from <laughs> Mahanaim uh, to Gibeon, and Joab, the son of Zuriah, and the servants of David went out and met them by the pool of Gibeon. So they sat down, one on one side of the pool, and the other on the other side of the pool. Then Abner said to Joab, let the young men now arise and compete before us. And Joab said, Let them arise. So they arose and went over by number, twelve from Benjamin, followers of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, and twelve from servants of David. And each one grasped his opponent by the head and thrust his sword in its opponent's side. So they fell down together. Therefore, that place was called the field of sharp swords, which is in Gibeon. So there was a very fierce battle that day, and Abner and the men of Israel were beaten before the servants of David. We're going to be skipping over to chapter 5, because all that happens in between chapter 2 and chapter 5 is just a bloodbath. But I'm going to retell the story, and then we'll plug in some other things here. What happened, you remember last time, that after the death of King Saul and Jonathan and uh, the other brothers, there was one son of Saul left, and his name was Ish-bosheth. How many of you have heard anybody <coughs> name their kid Ishbosheth? It's not one of those popular Bible names. But uh, Abner, the the commander of King Saul's armies, decided that he would go and make Ishbosheth the next king, and he made him king with the armies of Israel over the northern. 11 tribes basically they called it Israel the only tribe that didn't participate in this was Judah Judah. and Judah was the tribe from which David came and the men of Judah the people of Judah selected David to be the king of Judah Judea and uh, so there was this kind of a civil war going on in Israel. It looked like, by any rate, Israel, the northern tribes, were going to win because you've got 11 and 1. And you've got a well-grounded army and basically you just have the followers of David in the south. Well, Abner uh, put Ishbosheth on the throne and the people of Judah put David on the throne and David tried to make nice but uh, Abner wasn't having any of it. You remember that David made Abner, the commander of Saul's troops, look like an idiot. Remember what, what he did to Abner? The commander, of the, the chief general of Just Saul's troops. He David's wandering spirit. Yeah. Abner's in charge of the security forces guarding the king. Uh-huh. And David came in by night, went right through all the armed guards, right through Abner, who was in the same tent, took the spear and the and the water jug of, of King Saul and then mocked him from the top of the hill. <laughs> Are you missing something? never really forgave Dave for that. David didn't get forgiveness for that. So there was you know hard feelings. So now the story that we read about today to begin chapter uh, 2 verse 12. What did Joab was the head of David's forces. Joab and his brothers were the head of David's forces. And uh, what did uh, Joab and to do two opposite generals,
1: commanders, what did they decide to do? Sat down. They had a big pool at Gibeon. And uh, they
0: sat on one side. Abner and the forces of Israel sat on one side.
1: And uh, Joab and the forces of David sat on the other side. They just sat there. The Philistines, and they said, Go to it, guys.
0: So, you know, they're sitting around the pool, you know, sitting around the the water pool there, and uh, watching the guys fight. And they fought, and they they stabbed each other with spears, and grabbed each other by the head. It was like a a big-time wrestling match that you see on TV. They probably threw some folding chairs at each other and, and everything, but But uh, who prevailed? David's David's group. Joab's group.
1: So we pick up the story there. I'm not going to read the whole story. I'm going to retell it. To death. Well, the chief of the Senecas had an idea. It was cut off. This get... to I'm not saying you're just joking. the Jewish uh, Lord right now there are situations that you can't go around the nation Trinity and have their uh, biannual meeting together, and uh, we'll get some details
0: on that. There may be a service that we can attend as well as their
1: meeting and this